All right, I think we should now be powered up and online. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the second ever episode of Rock and Stone, Votan only podcast. A little bit of a supergroup, bit of a boy genius situation, bringing together members of three different teams to talk about very stunty little warriors. Um, I am Tom of Six Plus Plus. Very excited to be back. Um, painting dwarves, thinking about dwarves, playing a lot of dwarves in the last few weeks. So it's nice to just keep that rolling. Um, I'm here in Cambridge for work and I can only bring one army with me. So I had to choose. I've chosen the dwarves. It's just me and the dwarves in my little room having a great time. Um, but I'm also joined tonight by two geniuses and wonderful people uh, in this 40k world of ours. Uh, I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to start with James today. James, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Can't complain, really. A little bit cold. A little bit cold. Yeah, it is cold. I've actually been wearing a, a Snorlax onesie all day. But I took it off, I took it off for this. Heating's on. I'm like... Save <laughs> no, no, Next time. Next time. I'll wear it next time, I promise. <laughs> and James, what's new in your hobby life? Um, well, so we're, we're mixing it up a lot. We're actually playing Age of Sigma uh, tournament oh, on Saturday. There we go. Yeah. Probably the first time I've done just done a Sigma tournament in about four years. That's amazing. That's so very cool. What are you running? Uh, Seraphon. Ah, I love Seraphon. I love Seraphon. I have some new Seraphon myself, but it's going to take me a long time to field them. Uh, what sort of Seraphon list is it? So we're going, well, so I'm, I'm trying to build a 2K list up. So I've got two Crocs Core left to paint and then we're done. Oh, that's um, it. Crocs Core is what I wanted to hear. But we're going, I think, Coalesced. So like the ones that aren't all space and yeah. starry and, you know. But, you know. Not going to go too much into them because this is a rock and yeah no that's it that's all right we won't distract for too long i'm sure i'm sure there's plenty of seraphon fans out there but this is not a seraphon podcast so we'll get back on those you have played some games with the dwarves which we'll obviously talk about later on so yeah very recently yeah wonderful well i'm also joined of course by 40k's most handsome man jake harding jake how are you doing yeah really good uh just basically spent the weekend just not really doing a lot to be honest so um <laughs> which is which is rare for me to be, to be fair so um yeah. nah really good uh, excited to be back for rock and stone yeah. part two yeah. um, <laughs> hopefully many more parts I, I also managed to get some games in as well Wonderful. Um, as we as we were discussing um before this but um you know hopefully yeah. that, that will come up <laughs> so. yeah yeah as you say we'll, we'll come back to it because you played into one of maybe one of the new meta terrors so we can talk a little bit about that I know James played into some of the uh, the scarier bits of the meta in his games as well, so we can definitely discuss that. Um, so what we're going to do today is we're talking about the Votan Index itself, so the army rules and the stratagems. Let's see how long that takes us, because obviously we're trying to keep these digestible. Um, and we'll do enhancements if you feel like we're, we're rattling through it, but if not, we'll save the enhancements and do them in the near future. Obviously, we've come back a little bit sooner than planned because it's a good time to play Votan. People are excited about Votan right now. Uh, they've gone from an army no one wanted to play in 10th, to one that is seeing a lot of play, a lot of use and some success as well. So very well done to James Shapiro, um, very well done to Jeremy of Statcheck. I know those are two names I recognise doing well with Votan over the last couple of weeks. And it's really exciting to see the top players are squeezing good results out of them. So great time for the index. So really, really appropriate that we start unpacking it and helping you understand how it works. Hello to everybody in the chat. Hello to Scrivo. Hello to Tom Green, who is about to pick up Votan. So I'm looking Tom. forward to learning. Tom's a good man. We love Tom. Um, and yeah, very happy to help you figure out Votan. Um, it's sort of like, I guess, that thing you do with trucks with orcs, but with little dwarves in, instead. In yeah. some you ways. can do it. You can do it. <laughs> You can literally yeah. do like orc truck light. Yeah. <laughs> so so if you like that, Tom. The, the Sagittarius are very small. Yeah, they're yeah. so <laughs> tiny. Like, 
cannot emphasize enough how cute they are. It's like a mini baby baby truck. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, anyone listening and watching, if you do have uh, questions, you can pop them in the chat and we'll try and answer questions towards the end. Obviously, Votan related questions, please. Votan related questions. We're a Votan channel. This is a Votan thing. Well, actually, we're not a Votan channel. Chris would kill me if I turned this into a Votan only channel. Uh, but this, <laughs> this is Votan night tonight. That's the main thing. <laughs> Right. All right. So let's let's dive into this index. Right. This was an index that when it came out, I don't think many people were particularly blown over by. It. Obviously, it's had some changes. So we'll we'll update you as to how it's changed. A couple of tweaks to the army rules. Um, but I, I remember thinking on release that actually I really liked both the army rule and the stratagems in particular. I don't know how you guys felt about it when you first read it. Yeah, I felt that. I thought the strats were really good. I yeah. like. I thought they were super solid, yeah, um, thought, and yeah. even and the army rule was good as well. I mm. think and the detachment, like it all on paper, looked really good. And then I think yeah. the problem was is everybody else was was, <laughs> was <laughs> other, other than game, and you were like, oh, you could do that. Oh, oh. yeah. Right. Anything yeah. you can do, I can't do better. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it absolutely was one of those, wasn't it? Where it's like mm. when you're we're assessing the indexes on their own terms. They all look kind of cool and you can see something cool in there. And then it, it, it was very much the way it interacted, particularly with some of the worst things in the game, like towering and very easy dev wounds and all those yeah. kind of things that just meant this didn't work um, as much as you're hoping. But obviously what's nice is the game levels out. I think as well, the big problem was I've yeah. been out for very long and you kind of, you're always going to compare it to a previous edition. Yes. And there's only one edition it's been in. And when you compare the kind of rule set to the previous edition, you think mm, it's lacking Any, a lot. Yeah. Anything yeah. was going to be underwhelming. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. that book just had so much stuff going on, tons of strategies, tons of attachments, lots of layers. And obviously this was a bit of a ninth to tenth thing anyway. I think a lot of us who really like just mining through complex stuff were like, oh, there's not quite so much here actually to get our heads around. Obviously that's part of the design philosophy with the game now. Um, and I think we are seeing with the books as they come out that actually that complexity and that techiness is going to come back once you've got more options to choose from. But obviously that's something for us down the line. Um, so let's start with the army rule itself. This is Eye of the Ancestors. And this is pretty simple. If your army faction's leagues of Votan, every time an enemy unit destroys a leagues of Votan unit, they gain one judgment token. They go on the naughty step. And an enemy unit can never have more than two. If they gain more beyond that, they're ignored. Obviously, you used to have, I think, up to three, didn't you, in judgment? Mm. But now yeah. it's only using two. Got, got a load of useless three judgment tokens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and each time a model from your army with this ability makes an attack that targets a unit that has judgment tokens, you get a bonus. So if they have one judgment token, they're an eminent threat. Bit scary, not that scary, but a bit scary. We don't like them that much. So you get plus one to hit. But if they have two, then they get the very well-named, now we've got a grudge to settle, <laughs> which gives you plus one to hit and plus one to wound. It's amazing. What, what do we think of this as a baseline mechanic? <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, it is amazing, right? Like, plus one hit it, plus one to wound. It's just amazing. Yeah. And you've noticed like with 10th, uh, most of the plus one to wounds kind of abilities have gone. Yes. So mm -hmm. to still have that army wide, it's yeah. just amazing. I'm think, shooting and combat. So yeah, it's just yeah. it's being, yeah, being plus one to win in this edition, I also think is like a bigger deal because of the whole toughness increase as well. Completely. Like yeah. say that like in like if we look at it in ninth as an example, like if I was strength five, you're toughness seven, you know, like I'm winning you on fives anyway, but now like a lot of the tanks are ten, eleven, twelve, you know, that sort yes. of thing. So I think it's just a massive deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, this absolutely. game, I mean, because like, I played a game, one of the, the games of the tournament was against Knights. And when all your bolt guns, heavy bolter type weapons, they're all winning on fives. Yeah. Which is just yeah. nuts. It's just, it, yeah. It's, yeah. As soon as you go into, as we'll talk about later, obviously, now it's much more easy to get judgment. It was a bit harder at the start, but now that you can reliably have it in a lot of places. As soon as you're going into monsters or vehicles, you, the whole army can just work as a team to just clear yeah. stuff in a, in a way that I think other armies definitely struggle. Like if they lose their kind of specialist sort of anti-heavy hitters, they don't have that same sort of reliability no. getting through stuff. 100%. Sorry, absolutely, Jess. Because you kind of build, you know, a lot, you build a kind of all-comers list and then mm. you come up against something like knights or a vehicle-heavy list. The knight players or vehicle-heavy players going to take out your anti-tank weapons first that's it the votan yeah. everything's an anti-tank weapon yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely it's, it's worth i guess it's worth but the plus one to hit it's worth the little caveat that they did make a lot of the leagues of votan units less accurate so yeah. it's not quite as nuts as it would otherwise be um and it's very telling that the like the couple of units that we have with with that better accuracy like the hearth guard are incredible with judgment because yeah. suddenly you're hitting on twos and obviously i think i think they demonstrate why it probably was worth being cautious with the rest of it but it's it's an army that as soon as judgment gets involved is very very consistent at anything you have being able to do some damage which i think is awesome um okay so let's see how that's applied so we have the detachment and this is the oath band detachment and this is where we've had a buff a faction-wide buff because essentially the rule here is ruthless efficiency which is that at the start of the battle, you're picking a unit from the opponent's army. This is now picking four units, where once it was one. And these units all get two judgment tokens just straight off the bat. Not one you judgment, it's two yeah. judgment. It's two, two yeah. judgment. Plus one to hit and plus one to wound army-wide against four targets of your choice from the get-go. Oh, hey, Vic. Nice to see you here. Lovely. Well, <laughs> um, he's, he's getting his next army in, I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, been, he's been talking about my... He's very, much on, he's very much in alignment with me, which is just a big part of the appeal. It's just that they're damn cute. They're just a damn yeah. cute little army. They're adorable. I don't, I don't get people who don't get the aesthetic. It's just so cute. I've got the yeah. little hearth guard here. They just look amazing. Um, so obviously, yeah, picking four units now, army-wide plus one to hit and wound, but it gets better because... If at the start of any of your command phases, and it's worth remembering this is your next command phase, not theirs, uh, if that enemy, one of the enemy units that you picked has been destroyed, you will gain a number of CP depending how early on in the game you've destroyed them. And this is if you have killed it by the start of your first or second command phase. Very impressive if you've destroyed it at the start of your first command phase. I guess maybe you could judge a dedicated transport that they'd forgotten to bring anyone to put inside and get it that way. Just cheeky Overwatch. Um, yeah, like Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, <an> Overwatch, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if if you do destroy it that early, you're getting three CP. This is an addition to your CP for the round. Uh, if you in the third or fourth, you would get two, and in the fifth, you'd hope you've killed one before the fifth. Uh, you'd get one. What do we think of this? It's great. That's really good. It's really yeah, good. Like, so you laugh about kind of if you've killed it by the first or second, but, yeah. you, but now being able to throw four out, mm. you can. Yes. Generally, what I'm doing is I'm picking two or three units. I really, really want that plus one hit and move yeah. on. And then the fourth unit is either an infiltrating unit or a transport or something really, really easy to kill. So you 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 pick that thing up in the first turn, yeah, and then yeah. you get your three CP in turn two, yeah. 
I think that's the that's the main thing, isn't it? Because normally in a lot of armies, we're seeing like a sort of three really big threats, maybe yeah. two. Um, but then, so then you do sort of have a few to sort of play with. Like if they put an infiltrating yeah. unit in to try and stop you, type of thing, you know, just slap it on them really easily. Like a lot of the games when I play Tau, like if they've got Crew Hounds mm, as an example yeah. or something like that, you know, you can just yeah. do that, get it super Nerdlings easy. So. or ranges, those kinds of things. Yeah. And then things yeah. you know, like a rhino or yes. you know, an emulator, something that's, you know, it wants to drive forward because of what it's yes. got in it. And you think, well, I'll put it on there and it's a free, it's a, that's a free three or two CP. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. It's, you can always look at an opponent's list and you know what stuff they're planning to use early doors. Right, yeah. carnivores in a chaos night list. You're like, you know what? We know what they're going to yeah. do. They're going to run yeah. through a wall and start slashing at stuff. And you're like, well, I'll be ready to kill you when you do because you're not going to play the game without it. Um, <laughs> and I think the CP boost is great just because I think now, especially now, you can very reliably get it early. Yeah, Votan have as we're going to explore. Some amazing strats. Really good strats. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I was going to say, because the other good bit about it, actually, without spoiling the strats too much, is the <laughs> fact that, you know, like, you also have the four instant, like, amazing, like, buffs to your strats there. Like, you know, whether yes. that's, like, you know, shooting back or, you know, all the yes. other bits. So. Yeah. And it's also worth noting that Vertan don't have any ability to make strats free. No. So actually getting those CP early is quite important. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's, it's very, very important. And... Being able to have one or two big turns where you can use a bunch of these tools is absolutely massive. Um, and a few, as we'll get to, a few of the tricks are basically how you get the maximum kind of output and push out of your shooting, out of your combat. Um, but you also have good tools in here for digging yourself out of different situations. So I think the Earthbound is a great detachment. I'm a little curious, I guess partly just because of how they've written it, with Judgment in general. I'm curious how judgment as an economy is going to work in other detachments, aren't you? Because at the moment, all of that economy is generated by the detachment. The Oathman yeah. goes, okay, now you have four yeah. pools of judgment. I wouldn't, I don't know, a detachment where I'm starting from scratch on this uh, would be would feel like quite hard work. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree a lot. I think it, it depends as well if, if they bring back the, the three judgment tokens. Is yeah. that going to be like one detachment gives you up to three? And then yeah. what is that third one? Ooh. And is that worth dropping the instant yeah. plus one hit plus one in or four targets? Yeah. That would be what would be what would be cool? I, d I doubt this would ever happen, but this is like me wish listing here. Um, <laughs> is if is if they like the oath bound became the army rule, mm. and then mm. the detachments determined what judgment tokens do? Mm. That would be cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. like because we sort of had that before, right? Like in the old attachments, you had like if you have a judgment taken on them, you get to reroll ones yeah, to wound, as an example. Yeah. Or, uh, or I can't even remember half of them now, which is mad because <laughs> it was only like four months ago. <laughs> um, but long, you know, like it's been a long four months. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it really has. So, like, um, but yeah, like it's. I think overall, like that, the like the detachment is good. But I do completely agree. Like the fact that you're having to lose stuff. To mm. just that is really the because the Carl's ability is great to be able to give out judgment yeah. tokens, right? Yes. But, yeah. but in most situations, it is a lot, it's a lot harder than it used to be to get him to actually see something, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because either he's not on the board or he's in a transport or he's yeah. behind the wall, or... yeah. he doesn't want to get his face <laughs> shut off, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly that. So, um, <laughs> you know, so I think, and then the other thing with it as well is like 
because the only way at the moment is for your opponent to kill stuff mm. if you've got like not a lot of you we've well very rare to see not a lot of units in the army at the moment considering they cost like a pound each mm. but um the main thing is just like the you know like the resources you're losing like if you're having to lose a hearth guard the 10 man hearth guard brick to give someone a judgment taken but a five-man warrior brick is not as like valuable type of thing so you can bait out judgment take it's a really yeah. weird one like mm. half the time i've just found that like I put the four on, and then like, there's not really much said kill. about the rest. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, think, well, I think the other thing is you put the four down, and then the, the stuff killing your your units are the ones who you've already put the judgment on. Mm, mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. Against tower, you go, right, your three crisis suits units have got one. <laughs> but the crisis suit units are the things killing your army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that's like a play around, right? Yeah, yeah that's something... Yeah. That's can be tricky to work out. You kind of have to judge like is this is this going to just have earned its tokens without any help in about two turns? Um, and it's sort of how far on my list of priorities is it? Uh, sure. It can be quite a tricky one. That was one thing I couldn't decide. I think I was playing Death Guard. And I was like, do I judge Mortarian? Because I feel like the moment I actually deal with Mortarian is not going to be immediate with the way the game is set up. And I was like, he also kills stuff pretty happily. So I feel like I'd probably get enough tokens on his own. And there was other stuff I needed mm. to judge, but it was mm. peaky. It was peaky. I did have to wait till he had that plus one to wound. I'd be like, right, let's get it. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so it is an interesting one. I, I, I think what I like about it is just that it's a little economy again. It's got that kind of ninth feel of there's a resource you have to manage. Some indexes don't really have this in quite the same way. Um, and it's quite fun. And it can certainly reward a little bit of, of sensible sort of placement and timing. Um, and it's going to let you do all of these cool strats, which is where we're going next. So let's talk about some stratagems. I do think this is one of the best sets of stratagems in the index, oh, personally. I think they're really, really think good. Amazing yeah. strats. Like, I think, like, as a total, yeah, 100%. Like, some of yeah. them are absolutely, like, in my opinion, crazy good. Like, the... Yeah. Um, I can't even remember half the names, to be honest. I just know there's uh, <laughs> I think it's like a lot of people do, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. you know what it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're all amazing, I think. Let's start with perhaps the one that certainly makes my opponents the most upset, and that is Ancestral Sentence. So Ancestral oh. Sentence, it's very straightforward. It's just, I, I, <laughs> I initially read this wrong. I thought it was... So, so basically, your shooting phase, one yeah. leagues of Votan unit from your army, to the end yeah. of the phase, each time a model makes a ranged attack, it has sustained his one. Yeah. If it has a judgment token, it has sustained his two. Now, I read that as if you have one judgment token, you get sustained his one. Oh. If you have two, you get sustained. So the first like three games I was playing, I was like, this strat doesn't feel like. Then I reread it and was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. it's, it's like this is, this is a nice one because it's always useful, because mm. sustained its one is still nice to have, but it's. Lining up with judgment token, sustain hits two. Mm. It's absolutely crazy, and it's one CP. Yeah, it's yeah. a phenomenal offensive tool. I mean, how do you guys like to use it? <laughs> I have some guesses, but what do you what do you like to use this on? Half guard. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take yeah. the easy answer, James. Yeah. You can have the <laughs> a unit that shoots like seventy eighty shots into the right target. Even, like, do yeah, you know what? Give that double he, sustain. Yeah, Thunderkin as well. Yeah, quite I'll, enjoy oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, I've used it on Thunderkin, and I have used it on a six-man Pioneer squad as well. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, actually. And yeah. I think I think that's kind of the key, isn't it? You want to take a max unit of decent shooting, yeah. and then yeah. I think the nice... I've not run it lately, but the nice thing about a six-man unit of Pioneers is they're a good candidate to use it turn one, which I don't yeah. think... The other two aren't typically. They're not usually going to get a target turn one in quite the same way. 
So I do really like the idea of having a pioneer squad just rush up and just with all those shots from the auto cannons just absolutely yeah, rinse something. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's phenomenal. It this whole index is kind of one that in the main is about like lots of volume, lots of volume, lots and lots of shots, lots of blast guns that put out a very high rate of fire and then kind of just absolutely soaking the opponent and letting the judgment do the rest. And this just really compounds that because if yeah, if Hearthguard get into something oh, just, with sustain two, it's just funny. It's just really funny. It is the uh, only it's time a long time to roll. Yeah, I yeah. was about to say like <laughs> it's one of those moments where your opponent's like, right, you just tell me what's happened. I'm gonna yeah. go. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's my ten d six grenades. They all yeah. explode twice. Um, yeah. Oh, you better you better hope your units are all below five, son. Otherwise, <laughs> we're gonna be here for even longer. <laughs> yeah, uh, firing. I think the, the the general admin of firing half guard at Necrons. It's just long. It's just long for everyone involved. Everyone's got to do lots of rolling for shots and saves. How do you all do it? I do twi- blocks of 20 hit wound. Yeah. They're just hit wound, hit wound, hit wound. Like, and then yeah. because because then if they're dead, I'll be like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> save, save yourself the time. Yeah. It is Think, quite funny. Play, play smarter, not harder. That's yeah. what I say. People don't know how many shots are coming so you just watch them kind of like start to think they're going to make it it's like oh you're not going to make it there's still so much yeah, more it's like, here's my 10d6 and then afterwards you're like yeah right now each guy gets another four shots <laughs> like, oh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah yeah it's just unreal so that one's amazing that's the cutting edge mm-hmm. and at the, i think the other cutting edge one in here is warrior pride this is actually yeah. low-key one of my favorites right yeah. do you want to talk when do you want to take us through what warrior pride does uh, yeah, I can. Uh, so it's in the fight phase, so either players, one leagues of Otan unit from your army, and one enemy unit that has one or more judgment tokens and is within range, engagement range, I should say, of that leagues of Otan unit. And nice. to the end of the phase, each time a model in your unit makes a melee attack that targets the enemy, improve the armor penetration characteristic of that attack by one for each judgment token on that enemy unit. Yeah, it's mega solid. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good. It is super good. This one obviously a bit more restrained because you do need judgment, so you can't just pop it wherever you like, whenever you like. Yeah, but um, still great though, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it, it, the fact that you can bump the gauntlets on the hearth guard to AP four, I think, That's is the the, the big one. It's the same um, with the mauls on the berserks. Yeah, as you say, yeah, mauls on yeah. berserks, AP four, super nice damage three. Especially yeah. if we're going to be seeing a lot more dreadnoughts. Um, yeah, this is like from speaking from experience like hitting a dreadnought as a two up save and making the you know the fact they're minus one damage anyway <laughs> the fact i can bump myself to ap4 just means that i'm more reliably actually going to kill it than yeah. before where i it was it was like not probably like 90 percent not gonna happen yeah. yeah yeah i almost think our combat units really need this actually but like for, for those for those big fights when they go in and you really want to clear something i had a game i think it was csm where i had one combat where i popped warrior pride cleaned right through some chosen and then didn't have it and then they make a few saves they're able to you know they can they and it's just very very different um but it just takes the combat up to 11 and ap4 in melee isn't something a lot of armies have and certainly not wide access to it like across like several combat units again i think the other thing i quite like is if you're you've got a little skirmish with some pioneers and a kind of backfield unit you can then make them ap2 Yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah, yeah. really swings the the favor yeah. back in back to you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's quite nice with the kin melee weapon on yeah. the on the warriors as well. Just a few yeah. attacks, just at high APs, just finish something, 
or even making Thunderkin actually passable in combat yeah. doesn't hurt. So it's just remembering that you can use it to make stuff that isn't really a combat unit dangerous. I've never used it on a vehicle. I was going to say, that's no. the one that I think would actually be, like, not good, but, like, in that weird situation of, like, I really yeah. need to kill this model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, yeah. I, like, if I can't tank, sh or tank shock and that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, like a land fort, like, bully charging something <laughs> and just getting those last few through. Yeah. That's the thing, with Judgment, the land fort hits on threes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a big, strong boy as well. So I, yeah. I think, it, at a pinch, this would do it. It certainly helps. Mm. Yeah, so Warrior Pride, extremely good. Um, and then we've got another all-rounder, but this is more of a toolkit strat, which is Ordered Retreat. James, you want to tell us what Ordered Retreat does? Um, it's amazing. It's <laughs> really amazing. That's the running theme so far, isn't it? We're three in, like, amazing. <laughs> three, they're all really good. Three. Um, three three. So you do it just as, just after you fall back, and mm. that little leaders of Rotan unit can shoot and declare a charge. Yeah. Super, super it's, it's the both. It's, it's the both. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Especially on a unit both. like like a hybrid unit like Hearthguard, who mm. kind of you use them more as a shooting unit, but they can in a pinch fight. Yeah. The fact that you can then fall back and recharge. Yeah. Especially with if they're being led by an unhit champion who's then gonna do his two up mortal wounds again. Yes. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. It just, just gives you a bit of flexibility because I do think one of the challenges for Votan sometimes is getting a bit gummed up and tied up and this is yeah. this is a way out of it, right? You can dig yourself out of a situation and not lose your shooting efficiency. Yeah, um, and as Jake says, doing both for one CP, phenomenal yeah. value. The yeah. first two are both battle tactics, by the way, so any vet users out there, I'm afraid, yeah, those are the ones you can get us on. Yeah. We you don't can't stop all of retreat. Okay, we have a next one, which is... This one doesn't come up as often, but when it does come up, it's just funny. And that is reactive reprisal. Right. Go I on, will. I, I have to <laughs> caveat this first. Right. I have, we have a running Jake on Vanguard Tactics, yeah. which is um, whenever I have to talk about one of these strats, I have to say the following thing, right? Every book seems to have this stratagem, and they're all different. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, it, and it annoys me to the like M degree. Um, so this is this is what this one does. So it's two CP. Yeah. Uh, your opponent sheet face just after an enemy unit that has one or more judgment tokens has resolved its attacks. Yeah. One leagues of Atan unit from your army that was selected as a target of one or more of those attacks. Your leagues of Atan unit can now shoot as if it was the shooting phase, but can only target the enemy unit that targeted it as as long as it's an eligible target yeah so this one is the like you don't have to lose models now that's probably the really good bit about this this isn't yes. a like so it means the tanks can do it as well mm. which is um really good because in a lot of the books it's you have to lose a model or you have to go below half wounds or you don't have to do anything at all or yeah. you have yeah. this one this one's have to have judgment tokens previously Absolutely. was a lot harder to get yeah, off it was a lot harder um but yes. now i think is easy as anything to be honest um yeah. now 2cp like like tom said it's one of those um it's a bit more of a toolbox strat it's in a pinch mm. this is going to really help maybe to deny your opponent a card or some primary or like to help yeah. swing primary um in your favor um so it means you're a, it's a bit of a mind gamey thing as well because they're like oh, i don't, really don't yeah. want to put a t no, i don't want to not kill it because <laughs> if i don't kill it it's going to shoot back and me potentially kill me yeah um yeah. but it that being said it's still great mm. um but I think for two CP, like depending on like if you've got your target done, like maybe a, you know sort of a 
at ordered retreat combined with ancestral sentence may be a bit better of a combo to have your CP for. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And there's one more that we haven't gotten to yet that you do yeah, tend to I, use I, a I, lot as well. I, I, I <laughs> don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> almost every space. Almost yeah, literally yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about that one then? Just to just to, uh, yeah, because um, this is the other. Because as I completely agree with you, reactive reprisal, the two CP thing is the only thing that keeps it out being in the use all the time roster. But Which, it's just because we, we sorry. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I, th- I think two CP is fair. It's completely fair. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have not this, asked. This isn't, to be one this isn't a complaint. This is no. No, this no, is no, 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 no. It's it's just one of those where like. I think if you look at like like I said, you know, there's so many armies that have this type of stratagem, um, and we're probably the luckiest in the bunch, other than Admech, because Admech you literally don't have to lose anything, and it's one CP. It's just one CP. <laughs> but they but but they are Admech. Um, <laughs> so uh, so I, I guess yeah, that's that's your caveat that you have to play Admech. Um, <laughs> shout out to the dude on stilts, but um, <laughs> but the um, oh, we'll get but, yeah. on stilts eventually, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I bet. See, I, I'm, it's really not. I'm not. It wasn't a joking. It was a jealousy. Um, <laughs> but the the shoot back, yeah, like like you said, it's it's one of those where in a pinch it will help you loads if you've got the CP. It does mind game your opponent because I said the moment you have two CP, they instantly know they're like, okay, I have to yeah. be really careful with what I'm doing here. Because yes. um, I've found in situations where you know, like if your opponent gets a bit sloppy and they'll be like, okay, I'll shoot, you know, this at this, this at this, or, you know, maybe they're trying to set something up. Like, um, again, with Marines, we're seeing the, um, those land speeders. I don't remember what they're called. The storm speeders. They're like, yeah. if they hit you, they, they get to, um, yes. you get like a plus against you. You can yeah. just be like, okay, well, you, you can do that, but you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah like it's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. I think I always find that the, it's only likely to come up either really early in the game if I had a couple of specific times where, for other reasons, I couldn't use certain strat. And I was like, okay, well, I can use this. And then I have also found, it once you've had like that glut of CP, if you find yourself yeah. in a nice controlling position, you've had that massive pile of CP, you haven't needed everything to keep pushing. And then you're like, well, now it's just like, a, a ni- like an extra, like a bit of a win more in some ways. Like It's like, okay, I've got resources, I'll do it. Um, let's talk about a strat that we all occasionally use once in a blue moon. I think I'm not afraid to suggest that if you're a Votan player, you should probably use the Void Armor stratagem when you're playing Warhammer. Um, yes. <laughs> it's that, recommended. That's my hot take. That's my hot take <laughs> with thought leaders and visionaries. I think you should use Void Armor sometimes because yeah, uh, when you're being shot or fought, you can simply pick one of your units to be attacked and reduce the enemy AP by one. And the one <laughs> thing I will say about this strat that is really, really important to note is that it's a war gear strat, not a battle tactic. So you yeah. can't affect it, which can't I think is the, the biggest thing with really it. Good. Yeah. Really, really good. And, and obviously it also stacks with cover. Yes. Yes, of, yes, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah, very solid strat. Um, to the your hearth guard, love this. I think um yeah it's it's always useful obviously the higher the save the more useful like land forts also really like yeah. this oh, yes. really I've like been this. using a lot of my land forts yeah mm. so it's the two up saves that particularly benefit but obviously it is it's one of those things that in all sorts of situations is going to help you out and just ruin the enemy's efficiency just that yeah. little bit I mean that's it you know if you've got a unit of hearthkin on an objective and they're you getting shot by AP2 you pop the void armor, the five up saves, can save you a lot more than a six up save. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That. It just swings these things at, at clutch moments. 
And actually, I think if anything with Void Armor, the, the key is working out when you need to use it rather than yeah. just all the time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the temptation is just to always like nope in the void armor I'm going. Like if the other thing as well is like it does it can go like if you've got loads of cp because maybe you've killed your ruthless efficiency early or you've been stacking them through you know discarding cards yeah. you can use this to make your unit more survivable thus then making your rapid um, yeah. your reactive reprisal better as well yeah um, think... which again is free cp to do that but you probably then will be better off right <laughs> so, well, yeah. i think that the other thing to work worth noting is when you're using it on scanner units is it scanner or is it the i think it's the data tether ones yeah. oh, yeah. you get the cp yeah. back oh i forget that all the time yeah, yeah. It's, it's i really always good. forget the data tether <laughs> yeah all the little fiddly bits yeah. walking are super useful actually yeah. Um, yeah. and that's yeah that one i always forget yeah no, it's, it's, it is it's, very useful it's very nice now something i'm going to need some help with because i've never used this strat this is the only one in here i've never used i've never maybe, used this maybe strat. you guys know something i don't but we have newfound nemesis someone <laughs> to take us through newfound nemesis now it uh, works. I, I don't mind uh Reading so it for the first time in months yeah here we go here we go ladies and gentlemen so um <laughs> Your opponent's shooting phase or the fight phase just after an enemy unit has resolved its attacks. One leaves a Votan infantry unit or mounted unit from your army that was reduced below half strength as a result of the attacking unit. The okay. attacking unit gains one judgment token or up to two instead if the leagues of Votan unit contained your warlord when it was targeted. So easy way of giving you judgment tokens if you're not dead. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> like... I think the, the warlord thing is a little bit kind of like, well, What's going to attack the warlord? Not kill it, yeah. but get it below, like to like two yeah. wounds. Also, and he's, I don't let's, know, it's, it's, I don't know. let's be let's be real, right? <laughs> what is a warlord? Like, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, do you do you guys like? I just tap the first character I see. Yeah, to be honest, think, like, if I was running yeah. Uther, I'd make him the warlord. Yeah, it's just with the Carl, and if you're running Uther, it's got to be Uther. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's that's yeah. absolutely right. And if, if it was ninth edition, there'd be some kind of rules yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, because you'd have like <laughs> warlord traits and all that. But I think um I think maybe a niche stratagem, but I definitely the worst out of the lot, I think. I think I've I've used it once. Um, yeah. That is just got hundred percent more than me. A few, a few <laughs> too many caveats, a few too many ifs, and I think yeah. in a lot of situations. I've probably spent my CP on Void Armor to stop them hurting this thing yeah. rather than spending a CP to avenge it after it's been fucked the, up. The other, the other thing I will say about this is this stratagem probably was a lot better before we gave out four. Yes, right? absolutely. That's a good but point. This now just seems completely redundant. Yeah, absolutely. Now we don't give out four. Yeah. <laughs> no, so now, now we do give out four. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's got a cool name. It does have a very cool name. Newfound Nemesis yeah. is a great name, and it's it's one that if you remember in the heat of battle that that set of conditions has been met, and you really need some judgment help. Great, you are really That's clutching it. at straws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like They're it. like, oh, okay, sort, of, go for it. sort of encourages you to throw your warlord at the enemy turn one, doesn't it? Maybe like yeah. stick Uthar in a Sagittar, run him up the board, get him out in front of the enemy with the squad. But, but then he won't die because he reduces all damage to one, right? Yeah, it's true. He's not very good. So at then dying. he's been he's re but he's been reduced below half. Well, true. That's not true. This, this is what Uther is for. Maybe that's his function, yeah. He's it's Ufar Tech. Ufar yeah, Tech. Ufar Tech. There you go. Soak it up, help you pop Newfound Nemesis if you've got the CP in amongst popping the five other really good strats that are better than that one. Yeah. Um, okay, brilliant. So that's, that's the strategies. I, I was very optimistic about this when I first read the index. I'm still optimistic about it now. Obviously, it's the change, the detachment. 
makes this even scarier. But it's it's just a good toolkit for tent, isn't it? Just gives you all the little things you'd want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. And I've again, think, uh, I've used yeah. I, I use pretty much five out of six every game. Yeah. And that's I, a pretty solid place to be. Yeah. I, I yeah. Do you know what? I, I I agree with that actually. Like I think that is the this is probably the only army out of all the ones I've played in this edition where I do feel every stratagem bar new found nemesis has a, <laughs> uh, has has a use or like I remember where I go, oh, you know, like oh I want to use this, I want to use this. So I think that's yeah, I, I love them. I think a good nine out of ten. And yeah. on the name front, 10 out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the big pluses with dwarves and with the sort of Norse lore is it just gives you so many cool angles for naming stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, as Paint's other scene in the chat is saying. Um, wonderful. Okay. Right. We're going to move it along. In a second, we're going to talk about some games that the other two have played and some the sort of things about the state of voting in the meta at the moment. But first, I'm just going to give you a little lore tidbit for you. Oh, I'm going to tell you about the, the Corv. I've been reading all about the different little robots, the cog robots. And I'm going to talk to you about my favourite one, which is the Corv. And this is the little cute flying little drones that hang out with the Grimnir, the little okay. magic man, the wizard. So he's got two little drones that fly around behind him. They're specialised cog drones. They serve as a companion for the Grimnir. And they're both outfitted with a psychoactive barrier I think that's the little shoulder pads, and they've got one, they've got little crests like the leaders have, um, and so they serve as robotic assistants, and they possess the ability to help the living ancestor better focus their psychic energies as they're drawing it from the immaterium. Uh, so they've both got a warding crest for defence to protect him. I think that's where he gets his four up inland from, uh, and they've got a little bolter as well, which is a little bolter, <laughs> basically. <laughs> It, it is really a little bolter, isn't it, it's as well? So it's so yeah. small. It's this little <laughs> tiny pea shooter of a gun with a stat line that you'd expect. Um, they're very, very cute, I think. I, I think the Ironkin and all the little droidy robot guys are, are, add so much flavour to the army in general. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a particular fan of the Grimnir and his little buddies. I saw a wonderful conversion someone had done where they'd made them like mechanical birds. Um, oh, and that, that looked really cool mm. really really cool we like that wonderful okay well we can launch into some games discussion because you've both played some games so maybe if we start with you james because you went to an event and it I was did, your, went, your so first event with them in 10th right he's my first event with them in 10th only second event in 10th ten, in total yeah um you know having a baby this is what these things do <laughs> yeah can't bring yeah. him along yet no, <laughs> a few years ago yeah yeah cool so take us so through this is um it's like a regular monthly one um local kind of caf coffee shop stroke gaming place near me mm -hmm. um far calf really cool really oh, well super run. good venue yeah shout out um, yeah he does one every month which is great so yeah so i i've seen three games um we had World Eaters, CSM, and Knights mm. of the Imperial kind. <laughs> and the World Eaters, I think, really good matchup for Votan because mm. they don't really have an awful lot of shooting unless you tech no. into it. And when you do tech into it, you're kind of losing what you want from your World Eaters. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And it's, World Eaters are kind of still playing the game where if you get anger on back, you've got a game. If you don't, you probably don't have a game. <laughs> yeah, which is um, a shame. Yeah. <laughs> With he's, four tokens. he's cruising for some judgment as well, isn't he, Angra? Four tokens, one, <laughs> one goes on him straight away. You know. yeah. um, and then big unit of Berserkers, big unit of eight-bound, 
one on there, one on there. Oh, and then you've Ooh. got Rhino, one on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I picked it. the Rhino up turn one. Yeah. And then I think I picked Angron and the Berserk, Berserkers up turn two. Oh. It was just, it was horrific. Um, yeah. he, he did this thing where his Berserks rolled, but he didn't get high enough on the charge, which then meant my Berserks were in heroic intervention range. Oh. So then heroic intervened Warrior Pride. Oh. <laughs> it was not, it was not. It was not nice. Is that like the like combat army co- uh, re- reactive reprisal? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe uh, Kronos Hegemony will get a bunch of stuff like that. Just give me, give me the Kronos back. That's all I want. Yeah. I, said, I was, I was going to talk about, I was half tempted to talk about Kronos Hegemony in the Lord today, but I think I'll do it next time because that's, oh. that's the detachment I've got the biggest hopes for. I just want an awesome combat dwarf detachment. <laughs> Uh, does Angron keep? I'm I'm, pre- I'm going to triple check. I do think Payne says. I, be- I believe Payne says that he does. Yeah, it's something. It's it depends if it says he's set up as a new unit or not, like a or yeah. if it's just he's been resurrected. Because I yeah, I think he does. There's a designer's note that comes with it, right? And it says yeah, that if, if the just... unit with judgment is removed from the battlefield, you make a note of how many tokens it had. When it's set up on the battlefield again, it gets the judgment <laughs> tokens back. So I <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think if anyone can understand still being angry, it's Angron, right? I think I think he'd understand. And he he always needs a judge judge. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a naughty boy. He's a very naughty boy. Because he's always a naughty boy, you know. He's just he's just terrible. What he's done is what he's gonna do. That was game one, so that was nice, you know, really good game. Went very well. Yeah. Um, game two was was CSM, um, and I've been a bit nervous about this because obviously CSM have been very much up on the rise. Yes, and this was double forge fiends, accursed, abaddon, you know, the, the whole lot. Mm. And he, he was running me through the abilities, and I'm like, wait, what? A forge fiend does what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, three d three blast minus three threat. No, no, say it again. I didn't quite get that. <laughs> it does how many hazardous rolls? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have to take a battle shock test if you do your thing, but you've got a leadership of six. Cool. <laughs> so you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty scary, right? <laughs> they are really scary. Um, and he he put one in strat reserve and one, and the Nurgle one he started on the board. Mm-hmm. Which of course. was, you know, oh, I'm going to shoot that. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> I'll point my magna rail at something else. Um, and, and hopefully hit. And hopefully hit. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm running two land forts with two magna rails. It's, it's a gamble. It's just... That's so, yeah, there's so much gamble in that. It's but just, when it goes off, it's I, hilarious. It's a very Chad move. I yeah, really I love that. it. I respect it. But... um. This is where reactive reprisal came in really, really helpful because obviously he can only use his Nurgle strat in his in my yes. turn. Yeah. So he shoots me with his Forge Fiend, pop the Void Armor, hopefully survive. Land Fortress then turns back and shoots. And this nice. happened a couple of times. Um, <laughs> one of them where he brought his one in from reserve, I reacted reprisal but got him down to two wounds. Ooh. And he had to re-roll the Magna Rail save with a CP. <laughs> Not nice. Yeah, wow. which then meant he didn't have enough CP for the things he wanted next turn. That's really, that's really big. Helpful. That's very big. And like um, we're kind of getting towards the end of the round, turn three. So we're kind of like trying to hurry things up. And played CSM before. 
don't know where all the data sheets. I didn't realise a cursed cultist had AP one on the big guys. Uh, mega. used two CP to pick up his predator on an objective, mm. and then didn't have enough CP to then use void armor, and lost seven half guard to oh. the six. It was just it was horrific. Oh yeah, because they're two damage, aren't they're they? Two damage. Oh. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. So, a little bit of a mistake there, and it, it cost me the game, because then I, I lost, I think, by about seven points. And if that half guard yeah. unit lived, they then pick up my seer cursed unit in my turn, one CP, fall back and shoot, Yeah, object is mine, pile yeah. everything on there, Abaddon's not going to kill that unit, and a land four, and five berserks. So, yeah, that was 85-92. Like, like so that's a game. very close game. And that, that highlights a few close. interesting things, doesn't it? I think Although people are and about the land for, it's very good with reactive reprisal because yeah. it is not something you want shooting your heavy stuff back in your turn. And as you say, so many defensive buffs don't work in their turn, which makes the land for a lot more dangerous because all that AP1, AP2 ignore cover shooting is has to be respected. It's really good. Really yeah. Good. yeah. Especially with the um, twin linked on the bolt cannons as well. Yeah, absolutely. No, really interesting. And so yeah, was, very yeah, that, tight game. It was one of the best yeah, times of the game. Really, really <laughs> yeah. tight game. And I thought, you know, if if I had a bit a few more reps and if I'd kind of known about the Curse Cultists, probably have that one in the bag. Yeah. Um, so game three, going into Knights, really confident into this one. Uh, <laughs> for the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. um, he was running double big knight and then kind of a couple of Warglaves, a couple of um, Hellbrins, and then two of the Moiraxes, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, okay. And it was it was Canis Rex and a Castellan. Okay. Castellan had the deep strike, I think it's the Misty Warrior thing. Oh um, yeah. Which was yeah, really, yeah. really, really good. They played it really, really well, kind of brought yeah. it like deep striked it. But so in his turn too, because he went first. Yeah. But then had screened it all with Armagus and Canis Rex, so that I couldn't get the eighteen inch range from the Thunderkin coming in strap reserve. Or the twenty-four from the plasma half guard. So Ooh. I was like, well, I need to bring them in, but I I want to shoot the Castellan. <laughs> so and then so so I did bring the Thunderkin in a corner, picked up the armiger there, and then his whole night army just went, Nope, we're gone from this corner now. <laughs> That's good play. Which yeah. total that respect. Was, that was those, yeah. And that is an issue that we have, right? If an army yeah. decides to go, actually, I'm just going to go fight you somewhere else because I don't fancy it over here. That's Sometimes it. that can be a real pain. Yeah. And those those Thunderkin are horrific into vehicles. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I think that's like their one, like, the yeah. one, like, balancing factor of them is they're so, they're so slow and their yes. range is so short. Because if they had, like, even 24-inch range, oh, like, be we'd, we'd be laughing, right? It's too much. Yeah. It, is too, it would yeah. be too yeah. much then, I think. I think it's already a little bit much at the moment. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I mean, 200, 200 points for a Forge Master and six Thunderkin is pretty cheap. That's yeah. pretty cheap. They were on my list of units. I was like, they're already fine. I think we talked about this before. It's like, they're already yeah. fine. And they're like, oh, 20 points off. Okay, mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think he's, he's, so, so they didn't play much of a role, but the, the double land fort was amazing because okay. he, he was firing. You're in cover. you got the Void Armour. You're either on a three or four up save against his big guns and a two up save against all the small ones. Mm. They just didn't die. He got yeah. super unlucky with Canis Rex where he failed. He only passed two two wounds through and then I mm. saved one of them. And he's flat damage nine. Oof. So 
We did nine damage, and it was like, I guess I'm alive. <laughs> Badly. <laughs> Six attacks or something. He hit on twos, re-rolling a one to roll, and it was, it was just he got super unlucky. Like we both, when his Canis Rex came in, I was like, I lose that landfall. That's fine. And then when I didn't lose the landfall, and then you then have another two Magna Rails pointing at your knights the next turn. Yeah. It's just, it was just, yeah. It's going to be picked up Canis Rex the next turn. Who I have to say, when he's honoured, really, really hard to kill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, four pin run, three up, I'm a save. Yeah. Five, five up, up for no pain. pain. Yeah. Oh. And, and this was where the kind of double judgment tokens on the, the bolt guns from the hearth kin, yeah. the pioneers, auto cannons, like all of that winning on fours or fives. You know, it's just he's taken three or four wounds from each squad. That's it. You hose things down, right? That's how it works, really. Um, I found this with the Anorn emissaries and stuff. It's like, it's not going to be one thing that does this. It's a team effort. Everyone's joining in, but we can get it done. One failed three up at a time. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was just kind of like, I'd I'd kind of taken too much of him in because he hadn't hadn't managed to get enough from me or kind of ran away. Mm. I was then on, I think, five out of six objectives. And then yeah. it just spirals away. Then yeah, yeah, still super good though. Very yeah, solid. Really, very really solid. Good. Yeah, very solid performance because the CSN game sounds razor close, and you've yeah. not played a ton of tenth of late. And it yeah. sounds like, and with pretty much the units you already had for Votan, you've just turned yeah. up and run it pretty much all the way there. Yeah. So that's great. That's it. Well, yeah, really good. I had to build a second land fort, had, yeah. and um, had to build a sanctuary and paint that, and then five yeah. more half guard. Yeah. It was just like, well, I get, I get four hundred points. I guess I'll take another land fortress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I was the exact same when I saw the change because, like, yeah, I've got to watch the quickest units I can get in here to, yeah. to try try and get the points up. It's like this is the big expensive thing. Yeah, just um, slap two hundred forty five points there. That's that's done. Oh, that's half of the goal. Crazy. Yeah. So what? Having, having played a few games of it now, what what's your reflection on the current state of the army? Where do you kind of think they sit? I think they're really good. I think they're probably mm. towards the top of A tier. Yeah, I think that's absolutely um, right. I think they've got some harder matchups for sure, yeah. um, but they're not unwinnable. No, that's the thing I like about it. I feel like I can have a go into anything, yeah. Um, even the ones that are, for obvious reasons, just really, really difficult. And I just, yeah, they're just they're just a really solid army now. I have to say, yeah. like they they feel like playing the few games before the changes, it they felt a bit clunky to use and a bit kind of. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to run lots of Sagittarius to split my units up, but then I don't do enough damage, or do I have enough units yeah. to then? But with the points reductions and the the, the four token, it's massive difference. I mean, we talked about this last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they're solid. I think they're really, really good. Really, really good spot at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why we're seeing so much enthusiasm around the army and people picking them up. And yeah, good time. So, Jake, do you want to tell us about your games? Because you played into a, a new meta menace, didn't you? I did. So, um. <laughs> Uh, so yesterday I decided, uh, so I've got a team event coming up and uh, after LGT, a lot of the guys I'm going to this team event with, so a lot of the, um, a few of the VT guys, Jay Seabrun and uh, Liam Calabout. Um, so we sort of decided we need Votan in the team because one, I've got loads of it and two, um, <laughs> it's just super solid. Like I'm sort of echoing yeah. what James has said. Uh, we all sort of feel it's this, the top of A tier. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't have a, in my opinion, it doesn't have, like the, the matchups it has are all okay. And then some it's steamballs and some thing. it struggles, right? Yeah. Um, and that in teams is what you want, right? You just want one that's yeah. going to con- score consistently. It's got a good looking matrix, right? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't get blown out very often, basically. Yeah. Um, so we decided the next step of our team's journey 
journey was then <laughs> to figure out what space marine we want to take <laughs> because there's loads uh so we so i played yesterday versus the iron storm uh spearhead yes. so if if anyone's unfamiliar with what this does it is very very good um so it makes vehicles really good uh it gives you like there's certain upgrades like lethal in an aura for all your vehicles full back advanced and char uh, full back advanced and shoot sorry for all your vehicles within six uh blanking a damage within six spoilers you take all three of those the ones i've just listed um and then and then you and then you have great strats like um shooting back at somebody if you go below hey. half <laughs> but it's one cv way um, and uh like sustained and you know like, there's so much stuff right in there and the good and the thing with that attachment is that it's got so much like it doesn't matter like it necessarily it doesn't matter if you are a vehicle right yeah. um but it just so happens they're great so i played versus the sort of dread list that i think a lot of people will be running so mm -hmm. It was uh, double tech marine with two of those enhancements, a lieutenant with combi weapon with the final enhancement, um, three redemptor dreadnoughts, two blisters dreadnoughts, two units of interceptors, a unit of eliminators, a unit of scouts, uh, a storm speeder, the one that gives you plus one wound versus vehicles, can never remember his name, um, a gladiator reaper, and two units of eradicators. Now, that is so yeah. much stuff. That's a lot of stuff. And the thing is, as well, with it is it's weird because obviously the points reduction has been done because of Oath. But in actual fact, like that detachment sort of gets around that because of the lethal aura. It does with the lethal hits. Oh, and then, like, and, and like reroll hits is what you want, right? So yeah. you just like so you're like okay i'm just gonna fish for these sixes or fives in some instances with other stratagems right so it's not so really I, losing out is it yeah so this was the first time with the votan where i actually was like oh may have a problem here um, <laughs> because there's five dreadnoughts that are all very tanky can be getting healed up by these tech marines as well um as as i told tom in the sort of like prelude to this um i managed to get quite lucky with um he left because he didn't have really a lot of screening units because all the inceptors and eradication in reserve yeah. no eliminate like the eliminators were forward deployed so were the scouts and i will also say these scouts weren't just normal scouts right these were shirtless scouts week because me and my friend phil he's got a minotaurs themed army <laughs> So we've yeah, made yeah. like Spartan shirtless scouts. This is a whole thing, <laughs> right? But, um, and it's incredible. So um, very vanguard. <laughs> yeah, uh, based off a certain boxed individual. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like it was, it was interesting because I managed to get a pocket in where I managed to get all the hearth guard in and actually shoot both the tech marines Oof. and kill them off. Wow. Yeah. And that made it a game, right? If if <laughs> if that didn't happen, then I think like I killed two dreadnoughts over the course of the game um i killed the gladiator turn one just from poor positioning from him like we were playing quite like brutally because it's like he, he, how we learn me and me and phil is we learn by like making the mistake you know <laughs> like once it because i'll never do it again right um and i managed to dominate primary quite early because we were playing vital ground mm -hmm. um so this is the one where like you have an alpha omega objective and then like they leave the table depending on which one you rolled um and you can only score from no man's land so there was a lot of fighting in the middle yeah. and it ended 65 65 draw because wow. i i scored really early um primary so i got a five and a ten and then he managed wow. to deny me for the last two turns where you actually get good scores yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and then and then he though managed to get he because he went second he managed to get the 15 on the last turn yeah that's the big thing with that one and we both had 40 secondaries 
and we were like okay this is a draw but <laughs> i've never but i've that is probably the most i've struggled to kill like with fatans mm. even with the anti-vehicle two up right yeah. like yeah. it still was a struggle um yeah. so yeah i think that's gonna be like a bit of a thing for Vatan. so like i said to tom the first thing i've instantly done is i've just gone to the high lads on the um the, not the whole, nice whatever stuff. it's called the like beam cannon the d6 yeah. damage the one d6 last oh, cannon with, yeah. with sustained d3 right so you just push yeah. a few more extra hits it's stuff. what it is is it's what i found was um the flat three damage missiles were great but then the dreadnoughts make them flat two so it's not yeah. great and then like i've got the one shot with the d6 damage and i was like okay so they're not as versatile anymore no. but I, do you know what? Like genuinely, though, I didn't feel like they ever were struggling into hordes anyway. Because maybe the sustained will bring it back for me. Mm. Um, I need to test it, but it was just like I've, after I've been that, enjoying was, the highlights as well. I've been yeah. playing it lately, and I it, I just think it's got that spike potential. So your little yeah. one hundred points editor can just occasionally just absolutely go through a big vehicle. No, one hundred percent agree. Um, mm. So that was the thing, and then the other thing we then started looking at was what do you infiltrate (laughs) (laughs) and i think that's going to be a big problem as well because of Mm. where we have no infiltrators and they do and yeah the raven sorry the vanguard uh task force whatever it's called they would have weird names right the raven guard (laughs) black templars and um so that's going to be interesting i think that they're probably going to be the two most popular in my opinion i I reckon Um, so i think i like the firestorm but it's not quite as the other ones are like all really techy because like the firestorm one is brilliant but you need to have like the dedicated transports to be able to yeah. like manipulate the like just have that list people. lying around yeah no. and i think gladius still looks pretty good as well gladius yeah. still looks yeah, fantastic yeah. um the even um one of my personal favorites is the storm lance task force uh, there's yeah. a, a spe- a spearhead whatever it's called um where you get the running charge white scars. Yeah. the white scars <laughs> the space wolves love that um and we wrote a list as well which was like 18 thunder cav triple ballistas double wolf and double fenrisian wolf double scouts and then like logan and at least two characters in each of the yeah. thunderwolf units like that is so much stuff so many. <laughs> so many. And it's just gonna run at you yeah like and you know then that's like got spaces for enhancements as well so it's gonna be an interesting one but i think um the marine book is gonna be a slight struggle for us it'll be interesting to see how events go for all of us yeah, on that, that's, that's what I'm, I'm curious about as well i mean so off the off the top of your heads, what what do we think the early solutions might be into some of those things? I guess the different detachments present different kinds of problems. Yeah, uh, I think the vanguard is probably the yeah. biggest problem because of yeah. the infiltrate because it can stop all our scout moves and then equally they're not yeah. away from us. I think that that is definitely a big issue, especially if it's deathling knights, which I've always found really hard <laughs> to kill with Botan. Yeah, um, after playing after playing like twenty of them at LGT, I'm just a bit done with those. So then being hard to play for me isn't really fun. <laughs> yeah, more... yeah, sorry, after you, James. I was thinking maybe more iron because the iron does have them AP two. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I just don't know whether it's enough. Yeah, I, I don't think. Do you know what? Like, if they go the sort of way that we were looking at, like we've already changed his list quite a lot. So like we with, with the, the changes where we ditched the storm speeder because we didn't think it was very useful. Um, we actually put double whirlwind in and took some eliminators out and put in some henchmen so mm. the henchmen then can now screen your backfield yeah i like that yeah all right and the double whirlwind is really good i know this is not a space Marine podcast but like anyone that no, does that's all right. this is, this is always right. useful for people who so want to play into it what, what is what is good because what will happen is these what this double whirlwind goes so both tech marines make them plus one a hit 
So then they ignore the indirect, right? One mm -hmm. shoots and does some damage. And then the other one shoots and you can spend one CP to give it sustained one. And if it's shooting, if it's a vehicle, it gets sustained, it gets five up crits. Yeah. And they're all lethal. Yeah. Um, and, but the only the only caveat of that strat though is that they have to be below starting strength. So that's why one whirlwind shoots and then the second whirlwind shoots at the same unit. And I think like just like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that alone is terrifying. And then you've got like the good screening, like the scouts can like come mm. off the table, like you know, jump around and do actions for them. And I just think like that combined with just the mass they've got, like even with our plus one to wound, like they're minus one damage, mm. they can armor of contempt. Mm. It's there's that it presents a puzzle there, right? Which I yeah, think is sure. I don't know what the solution is, but I, I think though your list, James, when you were saying about the double land fort is yeah. really good into it. Though. Yeah. Well, you need you need high AP and higher damage, right? Because that's where those lists which just go all in on the damage two, damage three, yeah. they fall down into two up saves with minus one damage. I definitely found this the build I took to LGT was very reliant on it, and it really struggled with redemptors. Yeah, um, just take some yeah. berserks. That's what you need. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Berserks okay. with AP four, yeah. Yeah, damage really three in Honestly. combat, a lot of attacks yeah. into a judge target, and a little bit more disposable than your hearth guard. Well, I had one unit of five. And um, I don't know if I'd go to the two units of five yet. I'm still mm. playing with it. Um, really, really good. They actually did yeah. really, really good. It's I, good I, just pushing I something off, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'd like five. Yeah. I think it depends a bit on the terrain. UKTC, obviously, it's not as easy to use them. No. It, I think this is can. that is a massive factor of that Dreadnought army as well, because yeah. to actually manoeuvre it around the table is very difficult. Yeah. You have to be really careful about, like, how you move it because we were even finding in the games it's like i'll move this one here oh no i've just blocked the other one in and like... that's that list is still in the bind of it's going to have to give you its forward deploy units to stop you scout moving and if yeah. it doesn't if it doesn't go first you're killing them and you're getting cp yeah. right so you, yeah. you you can definitely build a voter list that's going to mosey into the middle kill off everything they have that isn't their castle and yeah. then start dealing with the castle and that's less of an issue than the raven guard one uh yeah. where yeah they really can just hem you in but, and that's a real but, problem the only thing I will say about the Raven Guard one, which I think is like the the issue is the infiltrate, but then when you actually then look at the core of their book, like their actual offensive stratagems, there's not many. They're mm -hmm. very defensive. Like one of the best strats they have is the um uh if you declare charge on one of their units, they can move it D six back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or if it's like a favor, so you get scat. So you know, so you can bait situations into that. Um yeah. the other good strat which is gonna be very annoying is you can take a unit off the table. So yeah, let's make them into little pioneers. Yeah, it's a unit of yeah, Deathwing yeah. Knights that's infiltrated, messed you up, and then <laughs> it's off to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. that would be interesting. I think I, the thing about Marines in general for Votan is that I'm not sold that book can beat everything else that's out there at the top. Agreed. Agreed. And I know. I, I agree. Think, yeah. I think that helps because I don't think you'll see as much of a sea change onto it if it's still like, well, Eldar messed them up, CSM messed them up. And so I'm hopeful that it's still going to end up sitting in and amongst other armies, but it's I've certainly found Marines like disproportionately annoying to deal with mm -hmm. the voter. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm I think quite used to playing armies that love Marines. Yeah. This is not this is yeah. not <laughs> I think the other thing about the Marine thing as well is there's like let's be honest, I don't know about you guys, but ninety percent of people I know have a Marine army on top of having another mm -hmm. army as well. <laughs> so they are like the everyone has them type of thing. Yeah. Maybe not like the optimal build, but they've still got eight builds. 
yeah, yeah. Like, ev- like there's a build in that book for every army so i think yeah. this is what we need to look out for and it's going to be really interesting um i'm going to a gt this weekend that sadly isn't using the, the marine book because well you know i have my own opinions on that but like <laughs> <laughs> but then the next week after that i'm going to an rtt and then the team so it's going to be interesting to see how that votan list like the votan mm-hmm. can deal with all these different types of marines and also to see which one is going to be the most popular yeah definitely absolutely absolutely yeah. right okay we're going to wrap it up i think questions wise we just have one and it's a doozy it is one land fortress or two three two one fight from phil uh, gill thank you phil gill how many land fortresses jake's gonna say none <laughs> well i i don't well i i haven't run any yet in this edition which is weird because i used to run two in not yeah but james you run two you ran two right? i run i yeah, still I, run I ran, two i ran two at lgt and i okay. swing in and out now between it does I, depend a bit on the terrain and what you're playing into yeah I was hoping we would all go two zero two one none. <laughs> I do think the problem with one is one doesn't do an awful lot on its own, and it's quite easy to avoid. Yeah, yeah. Whereas having I a think... kind of double threat, like yeah. what you can't really you? hide from both. What what gun are you, are you guys? So I have been running both Magnarels, yeah. and I think mostly because if you run one Magnarel, you might as well not run any Magnarels. Yeah. So if you run both you're more likely to get one through. When they do go through, they do just slap. Yeah. I do want to try the conversion beamers on both. Yeah, I've been, I've been enjoying the conversion beamer, but I am finding when it all ends up in a big brawl in the middle, suddenly that mm-hmm. conversion effect doesn't work much yeah. because everything's got really up close and personal and then you're not getting the sustain. When you're firing at something a comfortable distance away and you roll two forwards, you're like, I am so good at Warhammer, it's unreal. Yeah. Look at all that. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at all these hits. Look at all these hits that damage for like eat lead. But that's, that's, you know what? That that is the it's funny because that's the same reaction. Of it. Like, you know, that, same... you just fours, you're like yes. It was like in ninth when like you you, you drew the line and you managed yeah. to get like a really good angle. Or like I literally have the biggest brain. Right, <laughs> like, Vic, if you're still here, my brain's like this. <laughs> and it's like it's it's also that meme of like that lady that's like got all the like mathematical symbols around her. She's like, oh, I've run the numbers like a million times. How have you hit yeah. that many? Yeah, like I, I do, I do need to run a land for. Maybe I'll try that out at the RTT I'm going to because mm. this is all just vote and practice. Because the list submission for the teams is that Sunday night, and I'm going yeah. to the event on the Sunday day. I so, think they're, they're good combined with Sagittarius because that's that's yeah. kind of the build, right? The build is little little dudes popping out of the transports, yeah. and they can fit into that game plan just fine. There are yeah. a few armies that really hurt land forts, but there's also a lot really struggle to hurt them at all well, the, i mean this is it I've, i've played a couple of games now where they've had a lot of ap2 mm. and cover and void armor it, they just bounce and then yeah land force shoots back ignores cover ap1 and most of them so you're just like okay this yeah. is fair. <laughs> it, it really really bullies some of the matchups in the game and that's that's the thing with it it's not it's not the all-star tank that it was where it would just roll up it's and not, kill it's not. anything and it's I think the, yeah. you've got units you can combine the kind of you kind of jump in and out using that kind of reroll wounds as well. Mm, yeah, because I mean I've been running kind of ten Harkard, then five in one land fort with Volkite. Yeah. Five is nice. Five it, pop yeah. out, reroll all the Volkite wounds. Yeah, works pretty well. Yeah. I guess as well, like now the sustained thing as well, like most units you have sustained two versus actually a five man Hearthguard brick does seem really appealing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. I quite I have like to, 
Because I think that's one of the things we will talk about in another episode, but one of the things I think you have to manage, and I'm seeing lots of people managing in different ways, is the fact that you don't want to overcommit to a sort of drop. You don't want to be relying too much on, well, when all my stuff comes in from reserves, then I'll get you. Because yeah. very yeah. good players are very good at going, there's nowhere for you to be, there's nowhere for you to land, I've screened out all that space. Uh, the other the other one as well on that note that I found is what and then again like alluding to what I said last episode was like the why I stopped running 30 Hearthguard was just because also when you drop there you've committed because you're not fast enough to be yes. able to get anywhere else. That's the problem, yeah. Um, Whereas if you've got so, a half unit that can jump in a landfall. Exactly. Landfall, right. that, can, that can go places. Yeah. 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 yeah, so it's all stuff to try out. I think it's gonna be interesting watching it evolve. Obviously we've we're quite optimistic that you can sort of use anything in there right now. Yeah, and it's just a case yeah. of experimenting and finding what works. I, I, Marines might be an issue. We'll see. Do, <laughs> do we think, this is what I was going to suggest and also ask the chat as well, because mm -hmm. obviously we've done the like stratagems and army stuff today. Do, do people like the idea of a tier list of units? So or, instead of us reviewing or, the units, like I'm, doing a tier I list. I think a tier list of units would be fun because I never get to yeah. do a tier list. We don't yeah, do it well. as much. I like it. Right. Yeah, so no, I think it. I think we've all because that's also my thing. I always yeah. say to Steve, like, let me do a tier list. He's like, no, yeah. no, yeah. Rah, rah. no. <laughs> we should definitely do that because we're a new podcast. Unless we do a tier list, no one's going to know who we are. So I think exactly. that's a hundred percent the way. It unless goes. it is <laughs> screenshot on Warhammer Competitive, <laughs> the like, and we put like a ridiculous unit at the top, like the the Brawly Votan Kin Weapon Man. Like, <laughs> And I like look what the people said. Look what the people said. Um, no, I think because because for me as well, like that sort of goes into like reviewing the codex. Rather us then going like these are the data sheets. We can yeah, then, I think, also I think especially when you've got that many units to get through, I think mm -hmm. a tier list would be a better way of yeah. doing it. Yeah, let's yeah. absolutely do that. Let's do that next time. That'd be great. That nice. sounds that's a brilliant idea. Which means there is definitely an episode three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're, we're, oh, I'll commission as many of these as you guys are willing to make. I'm I have good fun. I have I have good fun to be honest doing that. I have a lot of good fun with that yeah. That's yeah. it. That's the, I think that's the big appeal for me right now. I think with tenth, they just in some ways they just kind of feel right now like the right sort of army for the sort of game tenth is, and I like that about them. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. Right. Thank you very much for tuning in, and if you watch this back later, thank you very much for watching it back. Obviously, we are Rock and Stone Toys of Mass Destruction. Vanguard Tactics, Six Plus Plus, United by a love of dwarves. And we'll see you all again list. soon where we'll do a tier <laughs> list, a tier list with little teeny tiny steps so that the dwarves can get up it without too much difficulty. All right, bye-bye. See you again next time. Yeah.